All right, gentlemen, happy Saturday. Uh, I won't lie to you, I'm recording on Friday night, but you probably figured that out by now that you don't record podcasts, you post on the day you post them. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm glad that you're here. If you're new, welcome. If you're not new, if you've been with us for a while, thanks for coming back. I hope that you are enriched um, by listening to this content just as much as I'm enriched by putting it together. Um, God truly has blessed me um, with some talents and abilities, but mostly um, he's blessed me with a, a thirst for knowledge and a heart for more, and I love being able to share that journey with you. Um, he certainly has also blessed me um, as I've pursued the uh, the purpose of this podcast, which is to bring Christian men together um, and to increase my own manhood. Um, I, I was not living out um, Christian masculinity. I wasn't living out uh, my calling as a man of God. And so grabbing that by the horns and accepting that challenge and saying, I want to do this and I want other men to do it with me um, is the whole reason the show began. So if, if you're with us and you're joining us and you're, you're big time into the show, we love you. Um, if you're new, I hope that uh, you choose to join us in the journey um, and fight alongside us, fighting a good fight, um, being the men that God created us to be and serving our purpose here. Uh, thank you to all of you who are downloading, um, commenting, sharing stuff on social media, being a part of the community. It's awesome. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We're active on both of them. Um, and then there's a slightly less active uh Gird Up community on Facebook. Um, there's good things happening there, just not as much activity. That, frankly, is on you guys. I don't have time to do that. Um, but if somebody wants to step in and own that and, and run with it, I would fully support it. Um, just be a part. We'd love for uh, any way for you can, that you can support us, whether it is on social media um, or whether it's donating time or money. Um, we're going to see you guys at events this uh, fall and winter all over the place. The first one will be uh, the Men of His Word Conference out in Rochester at the end of October. Um, I hope that we see you at places like that. Um, if you can't do any of that and you just choose to give financially, that's awesome too. We don't charge anything for this podcast. And if you can donate financially, it's a blessing. I've also had a couple of guys like buy books and send them to me um, or just you know share with me a, a word of thanks, or a word of encouragement. And I appreciate that. That, frankly, is just as good to me as money. Um, because it, it fills my heart with joy. The Lord will provide the money we need. Um, the fight is a spiritual one, not not a physical one. So uh, anything you can share with me or share with the men around you is a blessing. Uh, shout out to whoever in Kenosha downloaded 151 episodes this week. I don't know what happened. Maybe there's a men's revival in Kenosha. I don't know. Um, but 151 downloads got episoded just in the city of Kenosha this week. So that's cool stuff. Um, anyway, you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to get into our show today uh, where we're talking about temptation and how to work around it. Here we go. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a canon, father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up 
is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world. Here, you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God has created us to be. We're glad you've joined us today. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves, to gird up, and join us on this road towards Christian manhood. May God bless your time with us. Here we go. All right, gentlemen, today's podcast is about temptation and uh, what we're going to do about it. I think as kids, most of us got the Sunday school message of when you see some temptation, run away from it, right? Or avoid temptation with with all your heart and with all that you can. And uh, if you're anything like me, you started to get tempted after that and you tried to run away and you find out very quickly when you're running away from temptation that temptation tends to follow you just about everywhere you go. And you do everything right. You say the right prayers. You do the right things. And temptation shows its ugly head anyway. And you start to feel guilty because how am I being tempted? Why am I being tempted like this? I must be weak. And some people will tell you that only the strong are tempted. I don't think that's true. Some people will tell you that Jesus will never tempt you beyond what you can bear. I don't think that's true either. I think uh, the Lord will not tempt us further than uh, he can bear. You turn those temptations around. uh, You turn those struggles around. You say, the Lord is bringing me to my limit. He's bringing me to the end of my rope so that I turn to him and lean on him. But that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about dealing with temptation uh, because it's a reality in every single one of our lives. It's something that we are absolutely going to face and we're going to have to deal with. You're not going to get around it, so we need to work on dealing with it. And so my encouragement for you today is to fight temptation with action, okay? And there's two steps to that. The first action you're going to take is prayer, okay? When temptation rears its ugly head, the first action you're going to take is prayer. I love it when C.S. Lewis talks about prayer and he talks about um, how people pray. He thought, he says some people, you know, they pray to a, to a, lit- a literal wooden cross on the other side of the room. You know, they imagine that that's Jesus, right? Uh, and they, if you ask them if they worship that cross, they'd say, no, I worship the Father. But when they think about Jesus, that's what they imagine is a cross on the other side of the room. Um, some people pray to this vague picture in their minds of a pale white dude with long curly hair, you know, the guy painted on the altar at church. Um, and that's what they think of Jesus as and not really anything more. Um, and some people vaguely pray to like the corner of a room, like he must be up hovering in that corner somewhere and that's where he is. Um, C.S. Lewis says we should pray uh, to a God that isn't what we imagine. We, we, should, we should pray that the Lord um, shows us what he really is, not, not what we imagine him to be. And then we can start to understand just how powerful and good he really is. And when we start to understand how powerful and good and merciful he is, we start to understand just how powerful our prayers can be. Because the power of my prayer is not in my words. The power of my prayer is in my trust. The power of my prayer is in the trust um, and the surrender uh, that follows it. How well and how closely am I going to have, follow my Heavenly Father? One of my favorite phrases in prayers is, take my hand and lead me, right? Lead me in paths of righteousness. Show me the way. Um, if you're not praying that prayer, um, then I would challenge you to make sure that's what's going on in your heart. Um, are you really asking the Lord to lead you? And are you really intentionally following Jesus wherever he might lead you? Um, but I also want to talk about the prayer itself. So when you're praying, it's really easy to say, oh, there's a temptation of lust. And what's the natural prayer that comes out right away? Lord, help me with lust. Or Lord, make me stop lusting. Um, or Lord, help me deal with lust. But the reality is, um, it's lust isn't the problem. Lust is a symptom of a greater problem, right? Uh, certainly, lust is a problem. That's not what I meant to say. 
but there's a bigger problem there and there's something deeper that we have to deal with than the actual lust itself. If you're a married man and you're lusting after random women, you need to fix your intimate relationship with your wife and make sure that you guys have a healthy sex life and that you're um, being fulfilled. And, and what I, and I know that that sounds crazy, right? You can't just force yourself to be fulfilled, but you got to do the work. And there's a reason they call it making love. <laughs> you, it takes a lot of work. Making love might mean doing the dishes uh, for a whole week and cleaning the house and, and squaring things away and capturing the heart of, of your, your helpmate again, your Azer Connecto, um, so that she's comfortable bearing herself to you and so that you can be intimate. It's going to take work. Um, it's, lust is a symptom of all those things going wrong, right? If you're a single man and you're struggling big time with lust, uh, you need to pray, Lord, help me to treat your, your creatures, your, your daughters, as if they are such. Help me see them as sisters, um, a, as other children of yours, right? Let me see them as beautiful. Let me see them as you see them and not simply as objects of lust. There's always something greater, something going on in my heart beyond the outward sin that needs to be addressed. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a money issue, right? Maybe I'm greedy. Well, the greed isn't the tip of the, the greed is only the tip of the spear. There's something else driving it. If I'm constantly struggling with greed and that turns into hatred and jealousy, um, there's likely an issue with my own, with my own heart and my own, uh, self-efficacy, right? Like I don't think enough of myself. Um, humility is defined as not thinking more of yourself than you ought, but that also doesn't mean you're thinking little of yourself. If I'm super greedy and, and, and super jealous of everyone around me, it means that I'm insecure. I'm not comfortable with who I am. I think that I'm not enough. And that's a problem we got to fix with our Heavenly Father, right? Lord, let me see myself the way that you see me. Lord, help me find the value that you find in me. Lord, let me see myself um, through your eyes. That's the prayer that's going to that's gonna counteract greed. So you need to examine your heart. and You need to take that time to meditate and to spend in the Word and talk to your Heavenly Father and ask Him to show you what's going on um, deep down at the soul level and address those issues in your prayers. Um, and that's your first line of defense. And don't be afraid to act like God's in the room with you. Jesus is with you. He's with you all the time. He's always walking next to you. He's filling the air around you. He's filling you. He is in everything, and He is part of everything, and part of, everything is a part of Him. All that God has created bears his resemblance, right? And so when, uh, when we talk to God, we can talk to him like he's right there in the room. Have a conversation with him. Don't be afraid to get personal. I also love the way C.S. Lewis talks about being um, naked before God, right? Naked and exposed before God. That's what my prayer life should be like. He already knows what's in there. He already knows what's going on. Now to stand naked and exposed before him and let him examine me and let him shape me and heal me and let him admonish me. Let him do those things to you, but you can't let him speak to you that way unless you're naked and exposed before him. Right? Talk to him as if he's in the room. He's right there. He wants to hear from you. And make sure that you're exposed before God. You're not trying to hide anything. The second action that you're going to take is to literally do something. Um, I, I like to think of just a change of environment, like a change of activity, right? Um, if I'm watching television on the couch in a house all by myself and I start feeling the urge to, you know, I don't know whether, whether it's masturbation or, you know, the urge to start looking at porn or just general lust, 
um, and uh, that kind of thing. What's the, e- what's the easiest way to get out of that? Stand up and go do something, right? If you find yourself sitting alone in a cubicle at work thinking about how jealous you are of Jim who's on vacation and you just starts to consume you and you can't think of anything else, you start burning up and you realize, man, I'm getting jealous. What's the best way to solve that problem? What's the best way to get out of that situation? Stand up, go get a cup of coffee, um, chat with Jim a little bit, say you hope he has a great vacation, go talk to Cindy, work on something else for a while, change your environment and get out of the temptation. Do something real. Literally and physically change your environment so that tem- so that, that temptation loses its grip. Um, if I'm driving and I start getting road rage, I'm angry and I'm ticked off, right? What's the best thing for me to do? Change a song on a radio, pull over, stretch your legs, do something to get you out of that mindset, out of that, uh, out of that uh, physical space, and change your surroundings, change it all so that you can see the Lord again. What you're really doing is you're shifting yourself from fight or flight back to reason, right? You're switching yourself back from the front brain to your reasoning brain. Um, you're changing the chemistry inside your body, and you're releasing a whole bunch of feel-good chemicals and things like that that actively help you fight temptations. It's crazy the way the Lord designed our bodies, um, and the way that we can uh, the way that we can use our biology um, to fight spiritual battles. One of the one of the other things I love to do, especially if I if I can't change my physical environment or if uh, it's a limiting situation. So, for example, if I'm in uh, traffic on the highway um, and uh, like you know I, I change the song and it's not working, or just something's not, or I can't get out and walk around, I can't pull over, I'm stuck in my car. I love to recite poetry. Um, or sing about Jesus, or recite Bible verses to myself out loud, and I'll get real into it. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you and make allowance for their doubt, right? Start reciting poetry. That's part of the reason I start memorizing poetry and Bible verses, like long passages of Scripture, so that when I get to those situations, I have something to throw out there. I'll even do it at football practice sometimes with the boys. I'll start getting frustrated, or my blood pressure starts to rise, or I start getting real excited, and I can't control my energy, start spewing, uh, start spewing poetry. Throw a little bit of the Invictus poem out there and the boys get fired up too. Change something. Get yourself out of your front brain. Get back to your reasoning brain um, and then deal with the temptation. So step one is pray. And make it a real, meaningful, urgent prayer. Don't say, Lord, uh, help me ma- manage my mo- money better. Say, Lord, help me value the gifts that you've given me. Help me to be content um, with the things that you've already given me um, and help me to be unselfish with my money, Lord. Make me humble. Um, strip away the pride which causes me to uh, desire greater things for myself. Make it a meaningful prayer. And when that prayer is done, or even during that prayer, or as you pray, maybe even quick before you pray to get out of that situation, change your physical environment. Even if it's just changing the way you're sitting or laying um, or, you know, standing up, getting out of that room, changing what you're looking at or reading, change your physical environment, change the things around you so that um, you have a break and you get to restart um, and now you're restarting with a prayer. So blessings, gentlemen. Um, I hope that temptation doesn't reach you, but I know there will. Uh, And so when temptation reaches you, equip yourself to deal with it and practice these things uh, when you're not being tempted too. Uh, When things are going well, when you're happy and healthy, practice these things then so that when things hit the fan, you're ready to deal with that temptation. Sorry I'm rambling a little bit. 
I'm about to go jump in the pool, get a little fishing on. It's the last weekend of summer, so we're going to go get after it. And uh, happy birthday to our special guest, Mark Paustian. He's been on here a bunch of times. He just turned 57. So happy birthday to Mark Paustian and happy anniversary to Ed Carroll. When he was on our podcast, uh, he talked very lovingly and kindly of his wife. Uh, and she, I, I got a chance to meet her. She's a wonderful woman. Um, and, uh, he was absolutely right in the way he spoke about her. So, um, blessings to the Caros, um, and blessings to the Palestinian family. Uh, thank you, uh, for being the men that you are. And, uh, thank God. I thank God every day for men like you, uh, who God has put into my life to shape me and mold me, um, and make me the man I am and hopefully continue to help me grow into the man I will become. God's blessings, gentlemen. Go be good. Gird up. Be the man God created you to be. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.